Hey there. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about flowers for May, and then I'm going to highlight a shop in Duluth, Minnesota called Duluth Studio Market, where you can buy plants and pots and dried flowers and vases and all sorts of amazing things. Stay tuned for some really good flower chat. Welcome to the Flower Lovers Podcast. I'm your host, Ange Stocky, a former flower shop owner, floral designer, experienced gardener, and flower teacher. And I'm really excited to help and inspire the average everyday flower lover get really good at flowers. Whether you're a longtime flower person looking for inspiration or you're just beginning, this is a great place to be. With over 23 years of floral experience, I'll be here each week to teach, show, share, inspire, and motivate you to create florals for your home efficiently with confidence. Consider this your weekly dose of flower school. I'll help you cultivate a life filled with flowers. From the best fresh cut flower stems to the best vases to have on hand to what's next for your plant collection, this podcast will help you get good at living with flowers. If you want to know which flowers to buy, when and where to buy them, and how to use them for your next party or event, your next family dinner, or your next seasonal home decor switch, this is the place. Want to get good at flowers? Join me for flower class, starting now on the Flower Lovers Podcast. Hello, lovely flower friends. Welcome to episode six, the Mayflower Report, where I let you in on what's available now in the world of flowers and plants for consumers just like you. You'll learn today what's out there now that I'm excited about, and you'll hear what I purchased and why, which might be helpful for you when you guys are trying to figure out what should I be paying attention to out here in the world of flowers. May's flower and plant report will be a little different than the last two flower reports as I'm highlighting a local shop at the end of this episode. You'll be introduced to a gorgeous little neighborhood market in Duluth, Minnesota that carries lots of vases, pots, and plants. So first I'm going to tell you guys where I've been, then I'm going to let you know kind of what's happening out there that's been inspiring. What I hope you get out of today's episode is this. One idea that feels really good that you can execute, whether it's a plant as a gift or updating the pots at your house or deciding maybe to start a plant collection. Ready? Here we go. Okay, here's where I've been. I've been to three local flower shops these past weeks. I also visited my friend and former colleague, Maria, who runs the floral department at our fancy area grocery store. I've also been to three different Trader Joe locations in the Twin Cities and our local Home Depot for a look at the indoor plants. And I'm getting ready to go to the privately owned garden centers this next week. I've also been to Cub Foods, which is just where we sometimes go grocery shopping. And I've also been to Super One, which is another grocery store. You know, they're just starting to open our garden centers in Minnesota in Duluth Minnesota it's kind of been a rough spring our garden centers they usually open right around May 1st sometimes earlier but mostly May 1st so they're just starting to open now now when I started writing this episode I started thinking about this super cute shop not far from my house that I wanted to check out so mid-writing I hopped up I left my computer open I grabbed my purse and I ran over it's in the lakeside neighborhood of Duluth it's called Duluth Studio Market well wow I was I was kind of blown away. Um, they have a ton of stuff. 
vases, colored vases, wooden vases, pottery, fancy pottery, simple pottery, all the pottery, and plants, really cute and healthy little plants, philodendrons, snake plants, pothos, and more. All the plants that I saw there are kind of friendly to the new plant parent, mostly four inch and some six inch. What I like the most is you can grab a healthy plant and drop it in a pot that'll look good in your home and it's just right for gift giving. Such an inspiring space. This market has lots of like handmade local goods as well as handmade goods from around the U.S. So I'll talk about that kind of at the end. But that's the other place I've been, this cute little local studio market. Now, after all that, I want to just start by drilling down on two things. A, what's available now that looks good and is kind of exciting. And B, what I purchased and why. People have found that it is... Interesting to hear what an actual florist purchases when she's out in the world, apparently. So first, let's talk about Trader Joe's. I went there to get flowers for my corsage and boutonniere videos. I'm making these videos as part of my flower school classes. They, um, at Trader Joe's, they had a lot of the basics, daisies and mums and roses. They had spray roses. They had lilies. They had some fillers like wax and bupleurum. I got some bupleurum because it looked really good and I want to use it for a bouquet that I'm making. And then I'll also use it for a green and white bouquet, also for flower school. They had lots of mixed bouquets, like heavy on the mixed bouquets. Some of you guys love mixed bouquets. You can imagine, I usually like to mix my own bouquets. (laughs) You might also like to mix your own bouquets. Um, Flower people who are a little bit savvy with their flowers, they start to really get choosy and kind of picky about flower color and quality and combination. So for me, the mixed bouquets don't usually work, but I do like showing you guys how you can take a mixed bouquet and do some really fun things with it, which is something we'll do in flower school. They had some fantastic plants at Trader Joe's and really good looking crates of uh, hyacinth bulbs, like these kind of wooden crates full of hyacinth bulbs. Still, there's a bunch of tulips and there's a lot of double or peony tulips. And I was happy to find ranunculus that looked good, which is what I wanted for some of my videos. Also, I was looking for spray roses, which I found in peach, which I really wanted for a very specific thing, and hot pink, both were needed. Lastly, I got some dried lavender, and I just got the dried lavender because it looks amazing. They seem to have it somewhat regularly, but um, I wanna make sure that I don't miss out on it. I could be wrong about that, but they have had it available for the last many months I've been looking. They also had a popular dried stem they call bunny tails, which looks like a little fluffy, tan, creamy bunny tail. They had tons of those. Currently, the dried flower market is pretty, it's a pretty big deal. People are liking dried flowers and greens. I will say they were out of fashion for many years and have now come back into fashion. Flowers are kind of like fashion. Sometimes things are in and sometimes things are out. I'm a fan of get what you love, get what speaks to you, get what works in your home, get things that complement your space, get things that make you feel good, just like clothes or home decor or furniture or kitchen tile. Get what makes you feel good. In, out, no matter. Just get what you love. And one thing I love, Orange Star Bethlehem. Oh my gosh, it was at Trader Joe's. Um, It's the orange blooming plant that looks kind of like many star-shaped blooms on one stem. They are lush and lovely right now, and they can be glued into corsages and boutonnieres. And I'm, I'm probably really focused on corsages and boutonnieres right now for two reasons. One, promise next weekend, and we're having like a mom make your own corsages and boutonniere party. And 
two, I'm in the middle of Corsage and Boutonniere videotaping. So it's all about Corsage and the Boutonnieres this week over here. If you ever need to make brightly colored corsages and boutonnieres, maybe like a garden style, get one of these plants because they glue really well and they last really well in corsages and boutonnieres. The blooms are gorgeous. I got mine at Trader Joe's, but you can also find them at other grocery stores, florists, and plant shops. The last plant I grabbed at Trader Joe's was a pink mini calla plant. It's beautiful. I love calla plants. They're really, really pretty just on their own but I also love them for corsages and boutonnieres. So I grabbed one so that I can cut a couple off and use them in my videos and still have the plant. My goal is to actually see if I can get it to rebloom. It's a bit of an experiment for me. When you have a flower shop, you don't usually have plants long enough to see if they rebloom. They just sell too fast. So now that I have my own long lasting plant collection, my goal is to get everyone to rebloom. And I'll just be sharing that as time goes on here. Now, some of you might be saying, Ange, don't most professional florists use like wholesale accounts at a big floral warehouse to purchase their flowers? Like, why are you going to all these different places? Well, yes, they do. I have used big floral wholesalers for about 17 years. But this podcast is for the average everyday flower lover. So I'm behaving like the average everyday flower lover. You don't usually have access to wholesale floral warehouses. You are finding your flowers and plants at retail locations around you. It's a much different way of purchasing flowers. You are getting your flowers at grocery stores and co-ops and flower shops and plant shops and gift shops. Some of you are getting your flowers and plants at Sam's Club or Costco. And some of you are serious enough that you are getting them from a flower CSA. If you don't know what a CSA is, it stands for Community Supported Agriculture. It's when you buy a share of flowers and pick them up each week or every other week in a pre-designated location. They come straight from the farm most often. I have done this before and it's amazing. I purchased a tulip share from Wild Hollow Farm in Wisconsin run by a family that I know. Wow, best quality tulips I have ever experienced. If you're curious about that, I'll put their website in the show notes. The point is, I am trying to experience getting flowers like you do, like the average flower joe. And the average flower joe is not calling up their wholesale rep, placing an order for almost anything and having it delivered to their doorstep. At some point, I may start to order from the wholesaler, but for now, I'm really trying to get a feel of what it's what it feels like to purchase flowers and plants just like my listeners are purchasing them. Now, let's talk local grocery stores. One local fancy grocer here is called Mount Royal Fine Foods, about one mile away. My friend Maria, who I worked with at the first flower shop I ever worked worked in in high school, she runs that floral department, and she and I chatted a bit There I found the most darling and floriferous mini orchids. Floriferous just means there's a lot of flowers on them. They're producing a lot of flowers. Did I make that word up? I don't think so. I think it's an actual word. Uh, They are little mini phalaenopsis orchids or moth orchids. Some of them are deep magenta, some light lemon, yellow, and some white. At $15 each, these orchid plants are a really good deal. 
They bloom for months at a time. They have multiple spikes, meaning a spike is like a stem with blooms on it. Some orchids just have one spike, like one stem with blooms on it. Some orchid plants have multiple stems with blooms on them. The more spikes, I say the better. The roots looked really good, the leaves looked really healthy, and I'm using these plants for two things. One, to add to my long-lasting reblooming plant collection, and two, I'm using the blooms for some corsage and boutonniere work for Flower School videos. It's the most affordable way to get orchids to use in your design work, whether corsages or boots or hair flowers or fresh floral arrangements. The other place I went was Cub, a large grocer in Minnesota. They always have colanchos. Colanchos, you've seen them probably a bunch. It's a blooming succulent that comes in tons of colors and it can rebloom. I got two small ones. One has fluffy orange blooms with lots and lots of petals. One has not as fluffy blooms with pink petals. One of them is like a double petal variety. I'm using them for, yes, the reblooming plant collection. <laughs> that I'm creating, as well as in corsages and boutonnieres. Uh, and then the last thing I bought at Cub was a $12 plant called Lysianthus. Lysianthus comes in white and pink and purple, and you do see it at a grocery store every once in a while. Usually I would buy Lysianthus stems from a flower shop if I was making an arrangement or if I was making corsages and boutonnieres one weekend, but I need long lasting blooms on the plant. So far, I've used this plant for the buds for three weeks. I just keep clipping them off of there and putting them in my work. So sometimes buying a plant works well because the plant keeps growing and you're using those pieces. Okay, so where else was I? I mean, I went to a lot of places. Um, I was at three local flower shops looking for a specific kind of flower. It was, it was kind of hard to find. Actually, I needed, what I really needed was for the florists to let me get back into their back flower coolers to see what they had. Only one shop invited me to come back. I, I didn't ask to come back. It's just this girl said, hey, well, do you just want to come back here and look? And I'm like, thank God, yes, I do. When I had a shop, we most often invited people to come back um, to our back cooler if they seemed to really need to see the entirety of what we what we were carrying at the time. I was really grateful to this sweet girl to be able to go back in the cooler and choose from what they had. I mean, they had tons and tons of stuff. If you go into the back of a florist, it's just, there's just arrangements and it smells amazing and people are working and designing. It's just a fun place to be. Okay, so anyway, they were making some really good magic back there. Now, some shops will welcome you into their inner sanctum, right? Their back coolers but some of them will not. It, it might depend on the on the shop, but it also might depend on the day or the week. And some places, they just allow you to only purchase flowers from the front display cooler. It really depends. You can kind of tell when you get there. For some, it's more of a welcoming open door feeling. And for others, there's kind of like a big old boundary, like nope, people don't come back here. What I can say is that the gal who invited me to the back, created a $49 flower sale that otherwise would not have happened for their shop. Now imagine if that happened four times a week in a flower shop. That's $200 that's times four weeks. $200 times four weeks is 
a month times 12 is $9,600. So $9,600 added to the bottom line. I mean, I just think it's worth it. I think it's worth it to be inviting people into your back cooler so that you can make that $49 sale. I just, now you're hearing business coach Ange come in <laughs> with my opinion. But anyway, I'm just saying this particular florist invited me back, made a sale that otherwise they would not have gotten. Here's what I bought when I was there. I purchased two stems of ranunculus. I purchased plumosa, seeded eucalyptus, green hydrangea stems, some small silver dollar eucalyptus. And I didn't buy a ton of this stuff. I just needed like one of each thing to do the project I was doing. Two stems of spray roses in very specific colors, some filler, and just one or two other things. Everything though, very specific. They were finishing touches on projects. Okay, so far that covers local flower shops, Trader Joe's, local grocers. Lastly, let's talk about a very local option. And it's called Duluth Studio Market, which was full of plants and dried flowers and handmade pots and several types of vases. So first, know that this market was opened by a photographer, a professional photographer named Stacy. She is brilliantly creative and she put the shop together to showcase local makers and of course, I'm sure to have her own business. Um, it has grown and grown. It is chock full of so much goodness. And just this week, a local jewelry maker opened a micro gallery inside this shop. The way this shop brings together and highlights local artisans is really, um, it is just such a cool movement. It's just, it's brilliant and it's inspiring. The model of this person's shop creates opportunities, like the model of how it's run creates opportunities for makers to show their wares not far from their home. It's just so good. In the summer, this shop hosts makers markets where 10 or more makers will set up booths outside her shop and sell directly to customers. Maybe sometimes there's six, maybe sometimes there's more. I haven't quite, I haven't quite studied it. I've gone a couple of times and it's just been fun. Such a fun vibe. I'm pretty sure these happen mostly on Saturdays and sometimes they even have food. One of my bagel making friends, Lexi from Lift Bridge Bagels, has been one of the vendors during these weekend maker markets. The entire model of this business is just, it's just really inspiring. So when I went to this shop earlier today, I took, I took like a hundred pictures. Many images were of these really unique handmade pots from two different local makers. Gildersleeve Pottery and Birch Tree Pottery. And I'll put the links to those in the show notes. And again, if you guys don't know what show notes are, if you go to my website, angstocky.com, A-N-G-S-T-O-C-K-E.com, all of the episodes are there. And there are notes underneath each one with links of places that I've talked about in the episodes. It's just a really helpful resource for people who want more information or really specific information from these podcasts. So those images that I took are available to see on the Instagram feed that I have at Ange the Flower Teacher. So, okay, um, they have multiple plants at this place. They're like $30 or less. They had um, a star-shaped snake plant, which was so cute. I had to get it. It was so cute. I mean, I'm, I'm probably like, I like going to put a moratorium on buying plants right now, but it was just so cute. And they last so long. I'm in. I'm in for the snake plant. It's really little. It's so cute. It's shaped like a star. I'll show it. I'll put it on Instagram. They had lime green pothos, roughly leaved philodendron. They had variegated pothos. They had a couple of air plants, some large 
Xerographicus and some tiny. They even have air plant fertilizer. So if you're an air plant lover, oh my gosh, go to this place. They carry multiple vases, tiny colored vases. And the tiny vases are perfect for the gardeners of the world or for those of you that have small spaces. Now, for those of you who are not into Minnesota, I just encourage you to go to your local cutie cutie gift shop and look for some tiny vases. A lot of times gift shops are carrying really little vases. A tiny vase goes on a nightstand, in a bathroom, on a windowsill. I just, I love a good tiny vase. You guys, if you've been listening to me at all, you know I love a good tiny vase. They also, at this Duluth Studio Market, have a beautiful bulb, a beautiful set of bulb vases. They're showy, clear glass with gorgeous shapes, meant specifically to hold a bulb and have a bulb root down below and up top have the flower come out of the bulb a hyacinth bulb would work well in these vases or at holiday time an amaryllis bulb they also carried test tube vases in these really i don't know creative well-made wooden vases they showed them with rooted cuttings you could call them rootings i think cuttings is probably the best and they are um they have lots of roots on them A rooted cutting is when someone takes a plant cutting and places it in water and lets the roots grow in an effort to start a new plant. They also had many handmade pots with the prettiest colors. Now I'm, again, you guys, I'm pretty picky about my handmade pots, right? It's rare to see light pinks or tangerine oranges on homemade pots. And I'll be honest, I'm not usually excited about the homemade pot color palette unless it's like gray white green mossy color um i'm i'm not usually so taken in by kind of like the tans and that whole palette the color palettes though on these particular pots were inspiring i've seen about one billion pots in my life right and so this is really saying something that i'm pretty excited about these pots if you are curious about these pots you can visit stacy's shop duluth studio market in the lakeside neighborhood of duluth They are open Tuesday through Friday, 10 to 5, and Saturday, 10 to 4. You can also visit their website at DuluthMarket.com or their Instagram at DuluthMarket. Highly recommend. Highly recommend. If you're a Twin Cities traveler who comes to Duluth for an annual summer trip, this shop is worth a Saturday stop. And if that's you and you're listening, after you stop there, you can keep going up Duluth North Shore to the Moon Market. So cute. Such a cute little shop. You know, I... I always share cute shop recommendations because I'm always looking for a cute little shop myself. I had a cute little shop, so I'm always looking for a cute little shop. This is starting to sound like a commercial for Duluth. So sorry, guys. Sorry if you're out of state. Maybe let me know if I travel to your state, which cute flowery planty little vase shop should I visit? I would love to know. Okay, gang, that was some good stuff. Flower report and then a little shop feature. I'm wondering if you're feeling inspired. Will you add a plant to your collection today? Will you start a cutting from a friend? Will you get some flowers? Will you dig out a vase that you want to use for spring and summer blooms? I hope you're feeling flowery and planty and you decide to at least do one thing. And if you have a lot of flowers and plants, maybe you want to start some cuttings for friends and bring them over as spring gifts. Whatever you decide to do, I hope it's very flowery. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you in episode seven where I'll talk about my new online flower school and whether or not it might be right for you.
That's all. Until next time, happy flowering. Bye.